you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. everybody it's thursday october 26 2023 welcome to the nfl fantasy football show it's me your man mg marcus grant with my guy michael f florio we are previewing the late sunday games plus the monday night matchup and we're giving you our week eight fantasy heroes we have the browns and the seahawks as we continue our game preview no jerome ford no deshaun watson but there's plenty of miles garrett uh, and that really tough Browns defense, even if they gave up a whole bunch of yards and points to the Colts last week. So what do we do with any of our Seahawks against this very good Browns defense? I think you could get away from them this week. Like I have Geno Smith as a sit. Uh, Tyler Lockett I have in a lot of leagues and in a lot of them I'm sitting him. He has two games only this season with more than double digit fantasy points. Every other game he's in single digits and then. Even like DK Metcalf, if he was to play this week, we have to monitor his practice report and stuff. I was surprised when I looked at his game log. Like, yeah, he's been in double digits every week, but we have not seen the big uh, blow up DK game. Tyler, Lo- uh, I'm sorry, Geno Smith has topped 16 fantasy points once all year. Like this passing attack is just not what it was last year. And then the Browns are one of the toughest matchups. So I actually think you can get away. It's starting to look like last year was kind of that magical season for Geno. And it's not that he's been awful. He's just been kind of meh most of the year. And I think that is enough reason to to kind of get away from those guys. It it hurts my heart to say that Tyler Lockett is somebody that you can bench because I'm a stand for Tyler Lockett. I have been for years. But he really is just not producing right now. And on top of it, you mentioned some of the big names that are, are kind of not doing a lot. Now they're starting to integrate Jackson Smith and Jigba. And Jake Bobo is getting, I mean, it's, it's fun to say Jake Bobo. It's just a fun name to say, Jake Bobo. Um, but he's starting to get more opportunities now in this offense. So now you're spreading the ball out to even more guys uh, with an offense that's not producing a lot through the air. It's hard to imagine. Maybe you get Kenneth Walker in your lineup just because he's getting volume and it's hard to get away from him. But even that, I just don't love the matchup against Cleveland this week at all. Um, Ravens at the Cardinals. So on one side, you got Gus Edwards and Justice Hill and maybe Keaton Mitchell. On the other side, you've got Amari DiMercato and maybe Keontae Ingram, maybe Damian Williams. Uh, can we trust any of these running backs considering no teams are on a bye this week? I would not want to. I, I like I have Gus Edwards. I, I think Gus Edwards is a running back that like you want on your bench. Uh, you plug in, in in the right spot and, and there's a week where there's a lot of players on bye or something like that. 
But I know he's coming off of a big game, but in one, two, three, the four games prior, he had scored less than seven fantasy points. Justice Hill, I mean, you're just hoping for a touchdown. He never goes over 60 yards. And then on the other side, like, yeah, I know DeMarcado, two out of the three weeks without James Conner, looks like the back that we could trust. But this might just be situational matchup week to week. We could see this be a Keontae Ingram week. I don't know. So especially I don't want to play that game against the Ravens defense. With Like you said, no teams on by. I'm trying to get away from all of the running backs in this in this game. Yeah, I want, I want no part of the Cardinals backfield this year, or this week rather, against the Ravens. Um, I had somebody ask me, they said he needed two and a half point PPR. It was Deontay Foreman, Ramondre Stevenson, Najee Harris, or Gus Edwards. Uh, in that scenario, I actually did go with Edwards as one of the two guys. So it, it really is situational. It depends on who your backs are. Um, but considering you likely have your full complement of running backs, um, you could probably get away from all the guys in this game and be okay. Probably have other options somewhere else on your roster. Uh, Chiefs at the Broncos. We saw this game a couple weeks ago on Thursday Night Football in Kansas City, and Denver played really well and played the Chiefs really, really tough. Uh, of course, Denver coming off that win last week against the Packers. But the Chiefs defense has been very good this year. Would you start any Broncos in this matchup? I don't want to start Russ. I don't want to start the running backs because they're kind of eating off of each other's plate right now. Uh, there's not a tight end there you want to start. Just ask Steve Smith if you should be starting <laughs> Jerry Judy or not. I think Cortland Sutton is the only uh, Bronco that is in play. And even he, I, I'm not super bullish over, but he does have... 11 or more fantasy points in all but one game this year. Got 14.6 the first a couple weeks ago against the Chiefs when he had a really nice touchdown catch. And that's the thing. He has five touchdown catches this year. He is under 50 yards in more than half his in half his games this year, or more than half. So you the floor isn't very low. Like if he doesn't catch a touchdown, we're potentially talking about him getting you six, seven fantasy points, something like that. But he has been the, the guy they like to go to in the red zone and in the end zone. So because of that, I think he's an option. I'm looking at Sutton's weekly yardage totals. It's 32, yeah, 66. All right, 91, yay, 27, ugh, 13, gross, 46, meh, 76 last week. And you're right, the touchdowns have sort of kept him afloat in terms of his fantasy production. Um, I, again... No teams on a bye. It's just easy to sort of pivot. Um, I think at this point, look... I know the book's not closed on Jerry Judy's career by any shot, but I think at this point he is kind of a jag. He's kind of yeah. just a guy at this point. And as much as I would love to roll with Jaleel McLaughlin or Javante Williams, um, the fact that Samaj P. Ryan is still working in there, yeah. uh, you know, we say it all the time. A two-man backfield, we can navigate. We can figure out how to get through. A three-man backfield is a nightmare. And that's what the, the Broncos have right now. So uh, stay away from any Broncos this week. Bengals at the 49ers, really interesting matchup because the Bengals started off slowly. Their offense didn't look great. The Niners, the opposite. They started off on fire. They've lost two in a row. Cincinnati coming off the bye. In theory, everybody's a little bit healthier. Do we see something close to what we consider to be the real Bengals offense this week? I'm choosing to believe that we will. Uh, obviously, there's not a whole lot to go with it because we're talking about are they getting healthy, but... Joe Burrow did look healthier his final two games before the bye. He was running more, scrambling a bit, uh, able to really move around and avoid pressure in the pocket, whereas he was a complete statue early on. Uh, T. Higgins, I, I know he's getting healthier. He's been so really down this year that I don't think he is a must-start, but I want to start Joe Burrow. I want to start 
uh, Jamar Chase. I think you probably have to to roll with Joe Mixon in a lot of spots. But Higgins, it depends on your options. Not a must-sit, but definitely not a must-start. But we have just saw the Niners get lit up by Kirk Cousins and the Vikings passing attack. The Bengals, I think, uh, are even better than that. So I do think we're going to see the Bengals at something close to full strength now, right? Because everybody's had that opportunity to rest. Joe Burrow was starting to get healthier. He was starting, as you mentioned, to move around a little bit better. Um, I do think Joe Mixon has a decent opportunity this week because whereas early in the season you couldn't run on the 49ers, the last two weeks teams have found some holes on the ground. Like the Vikings struggle in general to run the ball, but they did pick up some yards in chunks, especially early in that game the week before the Browns ran the ball effectively. So I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Mixon has a decent day. Um, I think this could be a really high-scoring contest between these two teams. Uh, speaking as a, you know, speaking not as an analyst, but as a 49er fan, very, very worried that the Niners could uh, drop a third game in a row. Um, I still, I still think they're a good team. They're just a good team that's in a slump right now, uh, but should be a lot of fun to watch. But I, I, I would feel confident in starting the Bengals because I think, I think they're starting to get right at this point. Speaking of getting right, Sunday night football, the Bears next door at SoFi Stadium taking on the Chargers. Is this a get-right spot for Austin Eckler, who really hasn't been great since he's come back from that ankle injury? I really hope so. Um, and, and I think it will be. One, I, I think that this, this is too big of a game, and, and really the Chargers need as many wins now as they could start to pile up. So I'm hoping that a couple of weeks now removed from injury that we start to see Austin Eckler not only get the full workload that we're used to seeing, but just look more like Austin Eckler. And then it is the Bears. I know they've been better as of late against the run, but they still have allowed the seventh most fantasy points per game. Two running backs, and he's Austin Eckler. Like I think the Chargers will have a lead, and hopefully that means lots of Eckler down the stretch. I think they've just got to get him involved. I think they've got to do something to sort of juice that offense, especially because, look, they're not winning games, and on top of it, Justin Herbert has been inconsistent. He's missing some throws in some big spots, but I think you get him some easy throws to Austin Eckler. You move the chains that way. You get another weapon going in that offense that's only going to help. So I do think that you're going to see Eckler sort of get closer to where we want him to be. Um, it's been frustrating for the last uh, couple of weeks. Trust me, as somebody who drafted Austin Eckler in a lot of spots, uh, I want to see him get going, but the fewer than 65 total yards in each of the last two games. Last game of the week, Monday Night Football in Detroit. The Raiders, uh, who had a frustrating, upsetting loss, at least if you're a Raider fan, to the uh, Bears last week in Tyson Bajant, going against the Lions, who just got their doors kicked in by the Baltimore Ravens. Look, the Lions defense got run over last week by Baltimore, but for the most part, they have been very good this season. Can we trust Josh Jacobs, who, at least from a rushing standpoint, is kind of scuffling this year? Can we trust him against the Lions? And can we trust the Raiders wide receivers, at least at this point, not knowing who the quarterback's going to be? Yeah, I'm hoping it's Aiden O'Connell because it was rough last week having to watch Brian Hoyer. Plus, I mean, if you're going to get reps for one of these, let it be the, the young kid and not the guy who's on his way out of the league. But I think you have to start Josh Jacobs just on volume alone. I understand it is a really tough matchup. The Lions are great against the run. They have allowed the third fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs. But Jacobs is their rushing attack. He's going to get used in the passing game. Uh, running back thins out, especially right now after the top 12-15 that I highly doubt you have two better options than him. And regardless of who the quarterback is, I mean, Adams and 
Jacoby Myers each saw at least 12 targets last week. I think that is enough where you have to start them. But again, I would feel much better about it if it was O'Connell or maybe even Jimmy G. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll take Jimmy G. I'll take Aiden O'Connell. In that case, I'll start. I mean, you're starting Devontae Adams anyway, but I'd start Jacoby Myers. Um, if if it's one of those other two guys, if it's Brian Hoyer, I'm going to sort of reevaluate. And I'm with you. You're, you're starting Josh Jacobs because there's just volume there. There's nobody else that's really getting opportunity in that Raider backfield. And even for Jacobs being ineffective running the football, he's getting a lot of targets. And so that sort of keeps his value afloat. So I think he's worth starting there. And the Raiders may have to score some points in this one uh, and throw the football if they're going to keep in this game with that Lions offense. Going to step away for a quick break. Stick around for more of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to see who will deliver, presented by Uber Eats. We're talking about the guys who are going to cape up for us this week and help lead us to a victory. And you sort of teased who your fantasy hero uh, is going to be this week. Yeah, I'm wearing their colors, too. Uh, It's, well, kind of off color of theirs. But Breeze Hall, because he's amazing. Since they took the training wheels off of him and took him off the snap count, he is averaging 24.4 fantasy points per game. And one of those games came against the Eagles, who are the toughest matchup for running backs uh, statistically this season. No other running back has gotten 15 fantasy points against them. They just shut down Raheem Mostert and that amazing Dolphins backfield. Well, Brees Hall went for over 20 against them. And now he gets the Giants, who have allowed the second most rushing yards, third most rushing touchdowns. Brees Hall is also the pass catching back for the Jets. And I don't think, I think this could be a positive game script for him where the Jets have a lead and are just relying on him to grind out the clock. And if he gets enough touches, you're going to see runs like this if you're watching the video show where he is just taking them 60 plus yards. All right. So Brees Hall is uh, going to be wielding one of the rings of power. I'm going to say Lamar Jackson. And we saw him go big last week against the Lions defense. Now he gets, at least what's on paper, a much easier test against the Cardinals defense. Arizona, which has been feisty all year long, that's the adjective we keep using for them. Uh, Look, they're still not very good. They're giving up big plays. 
Uh, they're giving up a lot of plays in the passing game. And they gave up a pretty big game rushing to Daniel Jones, who's the best running quarterback they have faced to this point in the season. Jones had 51 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Uh, Lamar Jackson, for the record, leads all quarterbacks in rushing yards. He is second behind Jalen Hurts in rushing touchdowns at the position. So I think Lamar does it with his arm. He does it with his legs. This offense is starting to click in a major way. And Lamar Jackson is going to be your fantasy hero in week eight. That was Who Will Deliver, presented by Uber Eats, where you can get almost, almost anything. The official on-demand delivery partner of the NFL, order now. That's a good place for us to land this plane. I was going to wrap it up for uh, this edition. We had is it. We are done. We appreciate you hanging out with the NFL Fantasy Football Show. You know the drill. Tell two friends to tell two friends. Rate, review, and remember, people say nothing is impossible, but a lot of folks do nothing every day. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. And we'll talk to you again real soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.